All right, friends, uh, we just want to welcome you back and thank you for, for being here for session three. In this session, we're actually going to be studying in the book of Nehemiah. Um, Nehemiah was an Israelite, and it would appear that earlier on when Cyrus had given his order for the Israelites to be able to return, he had given them the option of either returning to Jerusalem or staying there in Babylon. It looks like Nehemiah was one of those that chose to stay in Babylon instead of returning back to Jerusalem. And God had really blessed Nehemiah, and he gave him a very prominent position in the king's court. Nehemiah was the cupbearer, and the fun job of the cupbearer was to taste the king's food and to taste the king's drink and make sure basically that it wasn't poisoned. Um, so if the cupbearer survived eating the king's food and drinking the king's drink, then things were good to go. Um, so you can imagine that uh, being the cupbearer to the king probably was a, a pretty tough job. And, um, but that's what Nehemiah got to do. But that also gave him the opportunity to be in a position where one day when someone from Jerusalem had come and had talked to Nehemiah, and Nehemiah found out about the condition of the city, he, he was really, really upset and, and very um, worried to find out um, how Jerusalem looked. Um, so one day when he was in the presence of the king, Nehemiah was obviously upset and sad, and the king noticed that. And he asked Nehemiah, why? Why, why are you sad, Nehemiah? And Nehemiah prayed a silent prayer and asked God uh, for his favor once again. Nehemiah really needed to return to Jerusalem, so that's what he told the king. Uh, God again did, did favor Nehemiah. The king allowed Nehemiah to go back to Jerusalem. Uh, also gave him letters uh, of passage uh, so that people wouldn't harm him along his path and his journey. And when Nehemiah arrived in Jerusalem, uh, he was able to survey the damage to the wall, and then he devised a plan um, to repair that damage and, and to help bring the wall back so that Jerusalem once again would have that security of that wall that was so necessary in ancient times. So Rachel, this week uh, our preschoolers are gonna learn how Nehemiah prayed for God's help. What are some of the ways that, that we're gonna help them learn that? Well, first of all, I just wanna say one of our main goals uh, this week is to help preschoolers understand that prayer is more than just saying a blessing and a meal or even a, as a bedtime ritual. We want to help children learn that they can pray anywhere, anytime, and about anything. And whatever they say to God is important to Him. And so we're going to do some fun activities, I think, that uh, will get children's attention. Uh, with babies, we're going to use a flashlight. You know, they like to see the light move around. So teachers are going to shine that flashlight on a book out of the leader pack. And it's called I Can Talk to God. And that book just shows pictures of places and times in that baby's life and in preschoolers' lives when we can actually talk to God. Um, toddlers are going to listen to some music on the CD. Um, and they're going to uh, look for, uh, they're just going to look around the room and find things that are, uh, that help them think about prayer and talking to God. But as the music plays, they're also going to uh, decorate a paper on which the teacher's going to write the text truth for us, which is uh, Nehemiah prayed for God's help. And uh, teachers are encouraged to talk to children about times when they feel happy or sad, and uh, even to share with them. Uh, 
maybe their own experiences of talking to God and asking God to help them as adults um, do better, to feel, to know that God loves them and he's going to help them get through those circumstances. So again, a real intentional focus on prayer and talking to God. Preschoolers are going to pass the ball, uh, actually sit in a circle and while music plays. And again, we like to play music in the background that speaks about God and Jesus and the Bible. And so while that music is playing, some upbeat music, uh, the children are going to pass the ball around the circle. Teacher's going to stop the music, and whoever's holding that ball gets to name something that he or she can pray for and continue that as uh, children have opportunities just to express their own uh, prayer concerns and requests. So I think all in all, it'll be a fun day in all three age groups as we really emphasize the importance of prayer and connecting that to me and my praying at all points along the way for God to lead him and help him through a very difficult time. Very good. That sounds like great fun. I like tossing balls. Shelly, obviously uh, God does hear our prayers and the story of Nehemiah is a really great example of that uh, for us. So what are some ways that we're going to try to to connect kids with that truth and to to help drive that home? Yeah. Well, in younger kids during Bible study, we're going to focus on how, um, just like Nehemiah, we can talk to God about what we feel and all the different situations that we experience in our life because God hears our prayers. Uh, and one of, then we're going to do a couple of prayer-based activities during our small group time. One of them um, involves using some prayer prompts that are provided in the poster pack and posting those around the room and introducing younger kids to the concept of what a prayer walk would look like and helping them um, walk through what it looks like to walk up to a spot and pray for whatever that prayer prompt says. Um, we do recommend that if you have really younger kids, that maybe you form groups of like four and pair them with a leader to do this activity. So that way, um, if, if they struggle with reading still, or um, maybe focus, <laughs> you'll have a leader there to help guide them through that. Um, and then another possible activity that you can do with younger kids is uh, something that we are calling a Play-Doh prayer. Um, so using Play-Doh to allow kids to uh, form shapes that represent something that they need prayer for. So it may be an addition sign because they have a math test coming up or a lightning bolt because they're afraid of storms. Um, could be the initial of somebody that they want to tell about Jesus. And so just talking about how we pray in different ways. We can pray through singing, through drawing. Uh, we can pray our Play-Doh. Uh, those are all options uh, because, again, God hears our prayers. So older kids are going to spend some time in Bible study uh, talking about <coughs> why it was such a big deal for the wall to be broken and why that was a sad thing for Nehemiah um, in the looking at the cultural and historical uh, importance of that. Um, and then during their activity time, one of the things they're going to do is a similar activity to a prayer walk and that they can, um, with your guidance, <laughs> walk through various places in your meeting space and pray for the ministries and the people that are represented in those spaces. And then uh, look at Psalm 122 and note that just how um, David prayed for Jerusalem and that we can pray for our own hometowns as well. Uh, and so they will um, 
do some active praying for that. Uh, the object for the week is actually a piece of wall that in Jerusalem that dates back to the time of Nehemiah. So a really great way to help kids understand that uh, when we talk about this wall that Nehemiah built, that that was a real place, that these are real people, uh, these were real circumstances, uh, and that if they went to Jerusalem today, they could see this wall that Nehemiah very well might have helped repair. Well, that's very cool. Prayer is such an important thing, and our prayer really this week is that uh, you will be successful in helping your kids to understand the importance of prayer and, and guiding them in that. Uh, thank you all once again for being here, and we hope that you'll join us again.